Welcome back to Gals on Topic, your favorite book club and then some. I'm Sadie. I'm Izzy. And today's topic is A Court of Mist and Fury, chapters 5 through 7. And they were really good chapters. We made it to the night court. Yeah, Sadie, how does it feel to be home? <laughs> it actually seems like it's much more beautiful than I than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's lovely, but we'll talk about it. First, how was your weekend? Oh, I was with you all weekend. Oh my gosh, yeah, you were, and it was a lovely weekend. It was so fun. We had our season opener at our favorite outdoor beer garden with our favorite local band, uh, listened to all the jams, danced, scream, sang every song. It was so fun. I feel like almost everyone was there. It was it was actually one of, one of my favorite weekends this year, if not my I mean, favorite weekend. Definitely the year of 2023. Yeah. Definitely for me, my favorite weekend. Yeah. And then our friend got engaged oh on Saturday. God. Shout out Kat and Arnie. And her fiance planned the most beautiful engagement party with all her family was there. All his family was there. All of her friends and his friends. It was just. It was just oozing joy and love and bliss and all of the bright, happy things in the world. <laughs> they were both glowing. Yeah, I've never seen either one of them happier. It was so sweet. It was just, I had the best time. And then we went out to, like, after the party, we went out, we kept the party going, and we went out to a bar, and that DJ was just fire. My God. Like, they, yeah. They were playing the best songs. So good. Like, 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Like, this Friday and Saturday, wow, I danced up a storm. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we don't have that many good places that in indie that play good music. And so having our favorite band Friday, this DJ on Saturday, I just got so overly excited. My whole body hurt on Sunday. <laughs> it was great. Just from the dancing. Just yeah. from the dancing. It was wonderful. It was a great week. Uh great weekend. I should I mean, um, yeah, and speaking of Kat, she is a big Akatar fan, or when I say Akatar, I'm referring to the series. Um, and so we're gonna have next week our very first guest. We're gonna have Kat come on and discuss the next set of chapters. I'm so excited! It'll be so fun to have like a new dynamic. She's gonna be such a good guest. She is, she is so passionate and. I think with the next set of chapters that we have after this episode, she's going to have a lot to say and it's going to be great. I'm so excited to have her on. I know. I think it's going to be so fun to just like have another person in the room like this. We're always kind of just shut the door. It's just me and Iz and like it'll be fun to have Kat in here and kind of see how it goes with another energy. Yes. So we'll be bringing on Kat next episode, but then more guests to come. Yeah, we're mixing it up, you know. We're mixing it up. Okay, should we get into our... Well, no. Oh, right, you I have, have something. something. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. This is not that big of a deal, and it's honestly kind of a vibe kill after all of the wonderful things we just mentioned about okay. our weekend and Kat. That's okay. This is a safe um, space. 
This is so stupid. But have you ever done a meal delivery service? Like, I have not. Okay. No. So when I first graduated, I started getting HelloFresh to kind of help me learn how to cook. I can follow a recipe, but, and it really did help me learn how to cook. Um, but then I stopped it for a while and I used just cookbooks, whatever. I, mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing now. Um, but recently I've just been so busy with work and this and whatever. Like I haven't been able to grocery shop and stuff. So, but I wanted to get back to cooking and eating out less. So I started ordering green chef, which I have really liked because there's less prep than HelloFresh. Like any, everything takes me like 35 minutes max, which is really nice. Um, and, but (laughs) I just have to complain. And because in the pictures (laughs) on the recipe, the chicken breast looks like a normal chicken breast that you would get like from the grocery store. Okay. Like kind of like two fist size, maybe a little less, a fist and a half. Okay. That's like a normal chicken breast, like a large chicken breast, but I would say normal. Sure. The chicken breasts that I get are like, I feel like less than my fist. Oh, that's like a chicken nugget. It's like a nugget. Like it's so small. And then like the sides. Okay. So like I made like a balsamic chicken with creamed kale and uh, mushrooms and tomatoes it was lo- lovely it was, yeah it was great. delicious it tasted great but the picture shows this like very large chicken breast sitting on a bed of creamed kale like mushrooms and tomatoes like piling over it I don't even think I would be able to make it look like that if I used both servings <laughs> like the amount of kale was like literally less than a quarter cup like it was like two bites and I was like I mean, this is probably for the best. Like, I need some portion control. It's kale. It's kale. Let me eat the damn kale. Like, (laughs) there just isn't enough. There isn't enough. And I'm just like, I don't even care. Like, I mean, I do care, obviously. I'm paying for it and I'm hungry. But, (laughs) but like, I do need portion control. But, like, make the picture look portioned. Because it's misleading so, marketing. it's so depressing. It's so depressing when I make it and it's significantly less food. And then like the other day I made it and I like made my boyfriend's because he wasn't home and I was leaving and I was like, your dinner's ready. And he didn't even eat one of the, like the side salad. He was like, I didn't like it. So I just threw it away. And I was like, <laughs> you could have left it for me. <laughs> I'm starving. It wasn't enough. Sadie's oh. going to be like delirious and angry on this <laughs> Because I'm hungry. <laughs> oh my god! Before we start, I just have to say I just checked my phone, and before I came over here, I like texted John like your dinner is in the fridge. I'm yeah. going to record, and he just texted me, "How much is dinner? All I've had is a sandwich today." <laughs> I said honestly, I just did a whole rant about how it's not enough. Oh no. I'm just dying at the timing. Like Yeah. I can't even be like, oh, it was good. No, I'm sorry, babe. Enjoy your two bites of kale. <laughs> and your chicken nugget. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. All right. So Mist and Fury. 
You know what? Speaking of uh, food, Farah is losing weight. <laughs> Apparently. What is it with these men always commenting on her weight? I know. Honestly. And what okay. she's eating. Should we get into it? Yeah. Because we left off on quite the cliffhanger last time. Yes, Resand showed oh, you don't like being called Resand. Reese showed up. He showed take, up to take Feyre up on their deal. Yes. We were at Feyre and Tamlin's wedding. Feyre was walking down the aisle. She hesitated, took a step back, and before she could say no, Resand showed up. And that's where we left off. And he says, What a pretty little wedding. As people are literally running away, like he's some super villain. Like Voldemort just so so dramatic, so dramatic. And Tamlin says, "Get the hell out!" But Reese says, "Oh, I don't think so. Not when I need to call in my bargain with Favorite, darling." And then he looks at her and he's like, "Hey, I gave you three months of freedom. Like you could at least look happy to see me." (laughs) True. I mean, he didn't have to give her three months of freedom. Yeah, honestly. And he's about to take her when Tamlin goes, "Don't you dare!" And Reese is like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Was I interrupting?" I thought it was over. At least Feyre seemed to think so. Oh, my God. Just humiliate them. It's super awkward. Yeah. And Tamlin's like, well, you know, let's finish the ceremony and then and then you can take her. <laughs> but Ianthe disappeared anyway. So, yeah. Ceremonies. She was officially done. And Reese grabs Feyre's elbow and says, let's go. But Feyre's like, Tamlin, like, do something. Yeah. Tamlin tells Reese to name his price. But Reese is like, nah, not this time. And Tamlin did have three whole months to figure something out. I know. To prep for this moment. He has nothing. Yeah. He doesn't have an argument. He doesn't have any compelling words to say. Yeah, I also think it's crazy. I guess I didn't really think about that. The fact that, like, Tamlin, you had three months. But I, I that just makes me think that there truly isn't anything to do. Yeah. But, um, but, um, they didn't even, Reese didn't even let her really say goodbye. No, he didn't. He, he just grabs <laughs> her elbow and they whisks her away for a week. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't he he can kind of do whatever he wants because Tamlin is completely powerless in the situation in his own home. He again. just keeps being humbled. emasculated. Emasculated, that's the better word. Yeah. But Favor's freaking out cuz she doesn't want to go to the night court. It's supposed to be full of bad things. <laughs> like torture. You know, they call it you know, the place with no morals or whatever. It's supposed to be like under the mountain, actually. Yeah. They, well, and also you, when you're blah, 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 it's the same thing as when she was in the human world and going to the spring court in yeah. her head. Everyone around you was telling you how terrible and horrible this place is. Same thing. The spring court is telling, is telling her how terrible and horrible the night court is. So like, of course, she has to stop believing people. She's got to be her own person, man. What did you think the That's night court... That's the theme of the book. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the night court was going to be before 
we got there. Uh, not, I thought it would be night all the time, like Feyre did. And I thought it would be more like, um, haunted mansion vibes, but it's more like airy and stone and Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. But Feyre at this point doesn't know that. So she's terrified and she's, she's like Tamlin, like you're literally going to let him take me. Because Tamlin eventually just goes, if you hurt her, and Vera's like, oh my god, you're conceding. Like, you're letting him just take me. Like, you're not even trying to attack him or anything. <laughs> and Lucian is gaping at Tamlin, like, dude. Yeah. What are you doing? That's your girl. Yeah. <laughs> Lucian. But Reese grabs Vera's waist, then darkness roars around them, and then she sees stars and hears Reese say... Welcome to the night court. Very exciting. I thought at first they were flying, but they're basically operating. Mm-hmm. Winnowing. <laughs> what is it called? Winnowing. Winnowing. Yeah. But welcome home, Sadie. <laughs> the next sentence from Feyre is, it was the most beautiful place I'd ever seen. Okay. So I commented on this and I was like, she said, Reese is the most beautiful man she's ever seen. Then she says, the night court is the most beautiful place she's ever seen. I'm like, what the fuck? What about Tamlin and the spring court? What about the pool of starlight he took you to? He was so ungrateful. Just <laughs> one-upped every time. If he's so beautiful and the place is so beautiful, like, what the fuck are you doing back at the spring court? Makes me mad. Yeah. Just so easily swayed those humans. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it sounds really pretty. <laughs> it's not, it's, I don't know. Like, it's giving, you know what I picture? What? When they describe it? What? Kim Kardashian's house. <laughs> but okay. more airy. Like how it's like all stone. Yeah, her house is freaking creepy though. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it's like that. Like, I don't imagine any decor. I feel like, yeah. I picture. I wish I could describe how. I picture they're on. I kind of picture they're in like, like Switzerland, like, um. They're on top of like a snowy capped mountain, and it's like this big open, like almost like temple type thing. That's what I picture, like just like Mm. pillars and not really walls, and it's just like big open windows and like flowy curtains. Yeah, but like like dark colored, right? I don't know because that's how I get like the moody vibe. Moody. I mean, I'm gonna make Reese is definitely moody. I'm gonna make a mood board for the night night court court and the spring court. I love it and kind of how I picture it. Oh, my God. Okay, stay tuned. Okay. <laughs> so what I just described basically is what Feyre is seeing. They're in a white marble building on top of a mountain, and it's fully open to the outdoors. So no windows, just like pillars and curtains. And, I mean, it sounds beautiful. And, like, they're up in the snowy mountains. There's great views, but it's warm because of, you know. Magic. Magic. At, <laughs> at one point, Feyre's like, why is it warm here? And he's like, magic. And she's like, why do you do that? And he's like, so that I can stay warm. <laughs> he's like, so that I don't freeze to death. <laughs> I was like, why did this? Why is this line in this book? 
but yeah, there's no screaming. There's no shouting. It's totally peaceful and quiet. And Reese tells us that this is it. This is his private residence. And Feyre has a moment to take in her surroundings. But then she remembers that she just got kidnapped. So she... Okay. <laughs> kidnapped's a dramatic word. What would you call it? She made a deal like four, five, six months ago. Is rare True. Sauce, Under duress. Like five months. That wouldn't yeah. stand in a court of law. <laughs> True. But <laughs> she was hardly kidnapped. Fine. Abducted. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's more dramatic. <laughs> Okay. I mean, she wasn't taken willingly. You make a you make a point that the deal was made under duress. Yeah, and she doesn't know when he's coming. Like, it's not, you know, it's it's she's not there willingly. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so she's mad. So she has this moment, and then she turns around and goes, "How dare you!" <laughs> and Reese interrupts her, and he's like, "Certainly missed that look on your face." And then he comes closer and goes, you're welcome, you know. And she's like, for what? And he says, for saving you when you asked. Because he heard her. her in her head. He heard her in her head when she said she was begging for someone to save her. When she was mid-aisle. Yeah. Meaning Lucian, Ianthe, she was giving them the eyes. Like, help, yeah. help, help me. Anyone help me. But she... She's like, I didn't ask you for anything. And Reese rips off both her gloves, exposing her tattoo and says, I heard you begging for someone, anyone to rescue you, to get you out. I heard you say no. You can't really deny that. Yeah. Senses betraying you. Feyre demands to be taken back, but he's like, what better time to take you? Like, maybe Tamlin didn't know you were about to reject him in front of his entire court. And now you can just blame it on me. And I was like, honestly, true. Except for he already put her on blast in front of everyone. He did a little bit, yeah. But it was kind of like in a sly way. Like, you could maybe just... It was overshadowed by the fact that he was like... There. Yeah, even there. And no one trusts what he says anyway. Yeah. People don't really know that he can... I guess they know he can read minds, but... They don't know how strong their yeah. bond is. Yeah. Or bargain thing is. Um, Feyre asks what he wants from her. And he goes, one, I want you to say thank you. Two, I want you to take off that hideous dress. You look exactly like the doe-eyed damsel in distress that he and that simpering priestess wants, want you to be. Boom roasted. Feyre says, you don't know anything about me. And Reese asks, does Tamlin, does he ever ask why you hurl your guts up every night or why you can't go into certain rooms or see certain colors? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) He does not ask any of those questions, actually. But Feyre's so horrified because she has not said that out to anyone, including her fiance. And now Reese is just like, yeah, I know. The bond is stronger than she ever knew. It, it it wakes him up. It wakes Reese up in the middle of the night. Tamlin sleeps through all of this. And Reese is up seeing that Feyre is puking her guts up every night. 
And feeling her pain. He literally feels her pain. But he's like, I don't appreciate having this front row seat while I'm trying to sleep. God, it's so intimate. You can it see is her dreams. So intimate. That is literally what I wrote. Uh, there, I was like, they're talking with their minds. How intimate. <laughs> yeah. We don't really know how the bond works, though. And Feyre doesn't want to ask. So we don't really know the details of this at this moment. Um, she's a little too proud to to even ask questions. And then he tells her, as for what else I want from you, I'll tell you tomorrow at breakfast. And then he shows her to her room and she's like, not a dungeon. Which like, like, anyway, (laughs) he's like, you're not a prisoner, Feyre. You made a bargain and I'm calling it in. Damn, I'm giving, it's giving a deja vu. That's what I was just about to say. It's like, (laughs) again. (laughs) You're not a prisoner. I'm just holding up the treaty. Yeah, yeah. Um, He tells her she'll be a guest there with the privileges of a member of his household. None of his subjects are going to touch her, hurt her, or so much as think ill of her here. And then we learn that his court is beneath them in the mountain that they're currently on top of which is what amarantha had based hers on and where pharaoh was terrified to go but reese says he's there once every once in a while but it mostly governs itself and the other night court citizens because the night court is huge are just scattered throughout the night court free to roam as they wish and he tells pharaoh just as you are free to roam where you wish Again, very reminiscent of book one. It's like, he took her here. (laughs) He's like, yeah, do whatever you want. Yeah. But he does say, I was dying because he says like, oh, yeah, I prefer to live up here where no one else is allowed. So this is my own space and I can kind of like escape work, the work under the mountain below me. And I was like, Rhysand, a wonderful work-life balance you have. (laughs) Um, really? A true role model for yeah, us all. Yeah, tr- truly uh, impressive boundaries you've set. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pharaoh's like, okay, I can roam where I want. I wish to roam home. <laughs> and Reese just laughs at her and says, I'm willing to accept your things at any time, you know. And this sets Pharaoh off. Like, something just clicks inside of her she sees red he's walking away she takes her shoe and chucks it at him so fast that even reese can't detect it and it hits him in the head as he's walking away and he turns around and is pissed he's like what and then favor grabs her other shoe to throw at him he says i dare you she throws the shoe he grabs it in one hand and then says interesting and Feyre is still super pissed about the whole situation, but it's not like she can actually attack Reese yeah. in his own home. So she heads to her room, but as she's leaving, she hears a voice, a female voice, say, so that went well. A lot of new characters in this, mm-hmm. in these chapters. Yeah. Like, we don't necessarily meet everyone, but a lot of new people. Like, I need a recap of the names and okay. stuff. I mean... It'll probably make more sense the more they're in the story, but 
there was a lot of names. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Big change in the first book where we had three characters. Yeah, for most Up of until it. chapter like 25. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Farrah gets to her room and she says it's like a dream. It's also open windows to the mountains, flowy curtains, large bed. The bathtub is a pool like built into the mountainside. Yeah, one of those uh, infinity pools <laughs> that like look like that's what it is. That's what they're describing. She says you can't see the end. It just kind of yeah, like, and the water just flows over. Yeah, yeah. it's an infinity pool. It sounds sick. It sounds really sick. Sadie, you're home. So nice. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So Farrah's now alone processing what just happened. Like, she was supposed to get married today. She's not married. Everyone saw her hesitate. Luckily, she didn't have to say no, but she's going to have to go home and explain herself. Will yeah. they plan another ceremony? She isn't ready for that. But there's a lot to think through. Yeah, I can't believe I can't believe she's gonna literally be like, I'm not ready to get married. Yeah. I don't know how you recover from that, honestly. She angrily rips her dress off, changes into some night court clothes, gets into bed, and cries herself to sleep. And the next morning her old handmaidens from under the mountain come to her room. And now they have names. Their names are Nuala and Sarah Dwin. So that's her names. <laughs> and they tell Do her I to get... I remember those. I mean, they just... That's how I'll be referring to them, I guess. They're kind of just like they're Alice. Just, yeah, they're like an Alice. Okay. Yeah. Um, they tell Feyre to get dressed, and then Feyre's kind of dilly-dallying in her infinity pool, so she can feel Reese start to tug her. I don't like that. I don't like to that come meet him. That. Yeah, I picture like a really uncomfortable feeling. Yeah. Um, but she can feel him tug her and kind of lead her to where he is in the house. And she's decked out in her new night court fashion, which is billowy pants and a cute little crop top. It's really, it's really like, uh, Jasmine loungewear. Yes, I wrote <laughs> Princess Jasmine. Yeah. Sounds cute. She likes it. Yeah. She's comfortable. She's feminine, but she can still move. She's still wearing pants. She's wearing pants. Yeah. She gets to the breakfast room and she says, I'm not a dog to be summoned. So, interestingly enough, as Sadie alluded, to, I almost called you Feyre, as Sadie alluded to, early, <laughs> to earlier, it is the morning. Like, it's not night anymore. Um, and Feyre's like, well, I kind of assumed that it would always be night here. But Reese says that they're one of the three solar courts. So dawn, day, and night. And their courts are the most beautiful, but they adhere to the laws of nature because even the high lords can't stop the rotation sun. of the sun. Too strong. Yeah. He tells her a little bit more about the night court while they sit and drink tea and then he says, you've lost weight. <laughs> the audacity. It's literally like book one, Feyre. Truly. And Feyre's like, and I mean, she's losing. He knows why she's losing weight. She's puking her guts up every night. Yeah. So it's not like she can help it. Um, she says, you're prone to digging through my head whenever you please. I don't see why you're surprised by it. And he tells her that only occasionally does he do that. 
She asks how the bond works, and he says it's like a bridge between them, and at each end of the door is their minds. And as a human, her mind was just wide open to him. As a fae, though, she sometimes is shielding her mind, when, but when her emotions are running strong, that shield vanishes, and she might as well be there shouting her thoughts across that bridge to him. Which obviously favor her emotions hates. have been very high as of late. <laughs> yes, obviously Feyre hates this, and she says, "Well, then, how often do you just rifle through my mind when my shields are down?" And he says, "When I can't tell if your nightmares are real threats or just imagined, when you're about to be married, and you silently beg anyone to help you." Yikes. And he tells her that even with her shields up, with his skills, he could get through and, you know, invade her mind with his special talents that he has. Um, But he could teach her how to shield better. Vera ignores him because she's like, I don't want to agree to anything because it feels like I'm accepting that I'm going to be doing this. Like, I'm going to be here. I wrote that, like, we're truly back to book one. Where it's like just so much anger, so much just like pushing them away with a 10-foot pole. And I know how much you hated Feyre at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like chill the fuck out. (laughs) Also, like he kind of says this too. He's like, I don't remember when, but at some point he says... Like, after everything that happened under the mountain, like, I thought we got into a better place. Yeah. And for some reason, she just came, like, spiraling back. I mean, obviously, I understand she doesn't like being told to do anything against her will. And he's making her be there. But I am just like, you should have learned from that initial greeting with Tamlin. Look at how well that worked out. (laughs) And you were in the same place. Yeah. I'm going to, I think I made a note of this later on, so I'll probably reiterate this point. There is a part of me where I do respect how little she wants to give Resand because he's Tamlin's enemy. Yes. While he, while, I mean, Resand, you know, he's done, he has done things to her that make her question his true intentions he definitely has motives and we don't know if he can if we can trust him he hasn't he's being nice to her right now not nice per se he's never really nice but like he's offering up things that seem like a good opportunity for her and that makes Mm -hmm. sense and she's acting more so out of loyalty to Tamlin. Yes. Who is I her do fiance? Respect. I and do it's respect. A, it's a really tough position to be in cuz she's having to like be in totally in the middle. And she knows Brees could po- potentially, I mean, just have her here to like piss Tamlin off. What yeah. what are what are his motives? We don't know. Like even when he does something nice or she he asks her a question like we have her thoughts and she's literally like this is Tamlin's enemy. This is Tamlin's enemy. This is a Supreme Court enemy. Yeah. Like, even when she goes back, she's like, and they're asking her all the questions. She's like, feels like she kind of maybe disagrees with them, but she's just like, this is the team I'm on. 
and you know what I mean so I do respect that as well yeah the loyalty but it starts to get loyalty, harder loyalty loyalty it starts you to get harder because she's like okay so what do you want to do with me today you told me you tell me and Reese says which is the end of chapter five for this week I want you to learn how to read slow clap slow clap finally someone who cares about her education yes the way I cheered when I read this for the first time (laughs) it's so funny because like Feyre doesn't even care that much about it like I I say finally someone who cares about her education it's like including a (laughs) Feyre because also okay she's had three months and okay Tamlin won't let her like leave the house or train with weapons I'm sure he'd be okay with her sitting in the library I know practicing her words she's like too ashamed to even do that yeah um and that's exactly where chapter six picks up (laughs) so funny it opens up with Feyre flashing back to Reese kind of mockingly telling her that he would force her to learn how to read when they were under the mountain um and so Feyre is so embarrassed so she's clutching her fork at the breakfast table and she's like no thank you and then Rhysand is like but what about all your important wifely duties that Ianthe and Tamlin are gonna have you do like making menus and writing thank you notes like such an important thing to learn (laughs) and he tells her he's gonna throw in shielding as well and Feyre says she refuses to learn from him which is like but also again at this point I get it it is it would be very hard to be that vulnerable like your deepest insecurity very much on display in front of someone who is very open to mocking you and who you don't fully trust yeah you have a lot more grace for her than me (laughs) (laughs) and he's like what else are you gonna do with yourself paint which I was like (laughs) Oh, no. And he said that because he knows she hasn't been painting. Yeah. Yeah. Because she can't. Annie tells her that this lesson is going to serve various purposes of his, but he won't tell her what. Then Feyre realizes something's poking her in her hand, and it's her fork that she's accidentally folded into a tangle of metal while they've been talking. And Reese laughs and says, interesting, has anyone ever told you that you're rather strong for a high fay? And she's like, am I? So he's like, okay, take that as a no. <laughs> and he also says, you were resurrected and reborn by the combined powers of the seven high lords. If I were you, I would be curious to see if anything else transferred to me during that process. That's interesting. That is interesting. I think you said something about that in the last episode of book one i think i did too like will she have their powers now or something yeah how wild would it be if she just had all seven of their powers and she was just like the fey (laughs) the fey (laughs) it's this is where i get annoyed with her she refuses to even think about that 
Reese well, is telling she, her this. I feel like she's like, Tamlin would have told me. Like, Tamlin would have said something. She knows something's a little bit up. Like, there, she, there's been moments where, like, she mentions Tamlin sneaked up behind her and gave her a hug or something. And she freaked out and, like, slapped her arm back. And he, she fully got knocked to the ground. Yeah. And things like that where she's like, whoa, I have these powers I don't know about. But not fully processing it, not letting herself think about it. Well, she's also like, is that just a Faye thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's just frustrating because Reese is so willing to tell her stuff and like yeah, hypothesize some things with her. It's like so refreshing. So shut off. Yeah. It's so like from a reader, it's refreshing. Like I want all this information. You need Feyre to engage in those conversations so that we can learn more. But she's just like, nah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Feyre's like, uh, nothing transferred to me. I'm not going to learn how to read. I'm not going to learn how to shield. And he says, why? From spite? I thought we got past that under the mountain. And she says, don't get me started on what you did to me under the mountain. And Reese is like, he, he goes still. He doesn't know what to say. But then he says, we'll talk about this later. We have company. So, okay. So when he's saying... Well, hold on. So, okay. So he mentions this again later that he, she hasn't talked about what happened under the, under the mountain with Tamlin with him. And I guess like when it's first brought up here, I assume they're talking about how he like got her drunk every night and made her act a fool. Yeah. But then later... He says something like, you still haven't, I told Tamlin what I did to you under the mountain or something like that. I don't know. I wrote a question, but. Honestly, this line confuses me too. Okay. Because it, yeah, I when it's said here, it, I think she's talking about how he kind of tormented her into, yeah. you know, drugging her every night. Yeah. And then having her dance for him, be his escort night after night. But then when it, later when he's like, you haven't told Tamlin about what happened under the mountain. I'm ma- That's what I'm talking their, about. Making me think of, you know, some of the conversations that they had. In terms yeah. Of, I was like, I mean, is he talking about like a mutual understanding that they shared by the end or like so. when he like licked her face yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean tamlin saw them kissing oh well that yeah that i think tamlin knew that was fake right it's not like who knows they don't yeah. talk about it so they don't talk about it so we don't know yeah okay sorry that's the part i was because it gets brought up again stuff that happened under the mountain he's like you still haven't told tamlin and i was like what is there to tell? Like everything was right in front of him, but I guess like their deeper conversations, the face licking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. I got us off track. Okay. So he, he says, we'll talk about it later. We have company. And then a woman appears and Vera says, if Reese was the most beautiful man she'd ever seen, this is the female equivalent. And it's his cousin, so that makes sense. Yeah. Good genes. Good looking people out there on the night court, huh? So this is his cousin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Shout out Sadie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Reese introduces Wait, her. If anyone has just jumped to book two and didn't listen to book one, at the end of book one, I took a quiz on which court I'm in. And it was the night court. And which was, I had never been to the night court yet. Yeah. So we're really excited to be home. That's why it's very exciting. Yes. Um, I was winter court, which we don't even know that much about. So do we I learn? have nothing to say. Do we learn? We'll see. So I'm going with no. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. All I'll say is I wish I was Nick <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So Moore is his cousin, but is very different from Reese. She, at least different looking, but different personality wise too. She has bright golden hair. She's I very I thought that warm. was so surprising. I feel like everyone in the night court should have like dark hair dark eyes she's definitely not what we're expecting she's also very warm immediately hugs Feyre she's very much not afraid of Reese or even like respectful necessarily to him in a yeah, way of like yeah, subject yeah. you know they're like high lord relationship she's just very playful making jabs at him yeah 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 I'm looking at pictures of her and Moore tells Feyre that she's heard a lot about her and she calls her a new friend. And then Moore joins them at the table and Feyre says she didn't see Moore under the mountain. And Moore is like, oh, I wasn't there. I was in. But Reese cuts her off before she can finish. How is that possible? How did anyone escape Amarantha? Ianthe wasn't under the mountain either. She fled to the continent. We don't know where more was. Okay. Yeah. That's true. I thought for sure, though, the night court with how um, how close Resand was to Amarantha that everyone was there. But respect, she got away. I'm mm-hmm. surprised Amarantha wasn't doing head counts. Well, we don't know how more escaped because Reese cut her off. But then Reese tells Feyre that Moore will be here the rest of the week. And Moore's like, yeah, if Reese pisses you off, you can hang out with me. Shove him off a balcony. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, she's a, she's a good way to cut the tension. And she seems nice. So Feyre gives into learning how to read because she's like, okay, Reese has a point. Yeah. And I'm glad she recognizes this, at least internally, because she'd be so stupid to refuse. Yeah. So Reese shows her the alphabet. And she's like, how stupid do you think I am? I know my alphabet. He's like, I mean, you won't tell me anything. So I'm just trying to determine where to start. Yeah. And she's like, can't you hire a tutor? Like She's like, I don't want to do this with you. Yeah. And he's like, is it that hard to try in front of me? But Vera's like, you're a high lord. Like, you must have better things to do. And he says, of course, but none as enjoyable as seeing you squirm. <laughs> and then he tells her to read what's in front of her. And she stumbles through the sentence, which says, you look absolutely delicious today, Feyre. <laughs> and she gets to the end and she's like, that's what you wrote? <laughs> But she reads it pretty well. Those are some big words. Well, she gets stuck at delicious. Yeah. But she gets through it. Yeah, she gets through it. She says, that's what you wrote? And then Reese 
sits back in his seat and Feyre can feel his claws in her mind and hears him say, it's true, isn't it? I hate like the talking. Like I don't like when he is just like silent and like like tugging her or like speaking in her like whispering in her mind. Like it's so creepy. It's a little invasive. Yeah. And it's weird thinking about them just like staring at each other communicating. And you just like hear his voice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She tells him to stop, but he says in her mind, the fashion of the night court suits you. Vera feels like she can't move. And he says, this is what happens when you leave your shields down. Someone with my sort of powers could slip inside, see what they want and take your mind for themselves or they could shatter it. And he tells her to try and shove him out. I thought I thought these powers were like unique to the High Lords. Um, like I thought Tamlin was the only shapeshifter. I thought he was the only mind reader. Reese is not the only mind reader. It's a it's a specific skill, but he's not the only one. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, you look disappointed. Well, I just w- I was a little confused in this part because I was like, who does she need to protect her mind from besides you? But. I guess that there's others. Yeah. And he tells her to try and shove him out and then to shield herself from him. And it takes her some effort, but she does. And then she shreds the piece of paper he gave her and says, you're a pig. And he's like, but look at you. You read a whole sentence. You kicked me out of your mind. You (laughs) shielded. Excellent. Good little people. Yeah. It's so funny how he's just like teaching her (laughs) to read. Yeah. The the mind stuff is it gives um occlumen occlumency occlumency yeah uh, yeah that word those lessons from Harry Potter with Snape, Snape yeah. and Harry. But Feyre's like, stop condescending to me, and he's like, I'm not. You're reading at a f- level far higher than I anticipated. At this point, it's about practice, practice, practice. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you could be reading novels by Ninsar. And if you keep adding to those shields, you might very well keep me out of your mind by then, too. And Ninsar is a holiday that's like months away. So Farrah's like, am I really going to be bound to this bargain by then? I think we can agree that after what happened under the mountain, I owe you nothing and you owe me nothing. By the end, I thought you were different and this was all a mask. But taking me away and keeping me here, dot, dot, dot. And he tells her he's not her enemy. She says, well, Tamlin says you are. Mm -mm -mm. It's such a tough spot because she doesn't even know Tamlin and Reese's full history. Like, we know that Tamlin hates Reese. Yeah. And Reese hates Tamlin, it seems. But we don't know what's happened. Well, we know Reese's family killed Tamlin's. Right. Which I guess that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> but it does. But that's just like the norm in Prithee. <laughs> I'm so not it's like, saying Let's move on. <laughs> I was thinking my mind, but get over it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we don't. We don't like have. There's a lot of history there. It seems like I mean wh- as to why Tamlin thinks we're a horrible guy. Centuries, centuries of history. Um. But Feyre doesn't know that. So she's really holding on to the fact that just like the loyalty. Uh, Tamlin says you're my enemy. I'm his fiance. 
So it does feel icky for her to become buddies with her fiance's sworn enemy and the family of the, like he, he Reese's family did kill Tamlin's family. Like that feels like you're crossing some lines by totally. getting all warm and cozy with them. Totally. I totally understand. But also you have to be there for seven days. I think she's trying to, I think she thinks that she can talk herself out of having to come back because yeah. it's true. I mean, she doesn't, she freed Reese. I know it feels like it should be even but that wasn't the bargain so it yeah yeah it wasn't the bargain so she's she's stuck he's not letting her out and Reese is like do you even tell people about what happened under the mountain and again this is where I'm not totally sure about what's being referenced but I think it's something to do with the mutual ground that they found towards the end she's like I don't want to talk about anything about under the mountain and then Reese just starts spitting facts here (laughs) <laughs> i love this part he, he, does, he does kind of something similar in chapter seven as well and i'm yeah. just like he has so many good shooter quotes. straight i, love I think it. it's like everything that we were saying last episode about how Feyre and tamlin are approaching this all wrong yeah. Reese just sums up for her he says no because it's so much easier to pretend it never happened and let them coddle you they had you wrapped up like a present yesterday like you were his reward and Feyre goes so and he goes, so? I know, really, he, really Tamlin's Pharaoh's reward. It's really the other way around. Yeah. She went through all of that for him as her prize. He just fucking sat there. And like, I like I think, um, like, um, Rhysand kind of says something again along this same subject when she's like about to go back. And he's like, oh, are you going to, talk to i'm sure you're not going to talk to tamlin about what happened when you left at all you'll just sweep that under the rug too and i was like facts i'm pretty sure i used this same expression in the last episode that they just sweep it under the rug yeah yeah Feyre does not enjoy his comments as much as we do and she asks again to go home and he's like oh sure well you'll be you know, shoved away for the rest of your life, especially once you have kids. Can't wait to see what Ianthi does when she gets her hands on them. So he does not like Ianthi. And then Reese leaves, but tells her to start copying the alphabet and keep lowering and raising her shields. And she's like, what? And he's like, copy the alphabet. <laughs> and in her mind, she's like, what a prick. But then he goes, get to work and at least have the de- decency to only call me a prick when your shields are back up. It's like literally a teacher. It's so funny. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy that he can just hear everything. <laughs> I know. I God, I would hate that. You too. Reese comes back. You can't even control your thoughts all the time. No. And I mean, maybe that's why she hates him so much. She just hates the fact that he can read her mind. It's so, yeah. uh. Anyway, Reese comes back and Vera did all her homework and is shielding him successfully. And he goes, prick I might be, but look at you. Maybe we'll get to have some fun with our lessons after all. And then he leads her to a different room at the top of the building that they're in. And he shows her to a table, which has a big map of Prithian and Highburn. And every court in Prithian is mapped out, except the night court, which is totally blank. And he asks her what she sees when she looks at the map. And she says she sees a world divided in two because of the massive wall. And he asks if she thinks it should remain that way. Like, her human family would be deeply impacted if the wall came down, wouldn't they? 
And Feyre asks, will that happen? And Rhys says, maybe, because war is coming, Feyre. And that's the end of chapter six. I don't know what led him to that being the next thing to do after her reading lessons. Like, they just had, like, this kind of, like, they're, like, bantering. I mean, it's a little bit more intense than just banter, but, like, um, they're, like, she's literally, like, copying down letters, <laughs> copying down the alphabet. And then he's, like, all right, now you got your alphabet down. Follow me. It's time to discuss war. <laughs> war is coming. I know. Yeah, this I'm excited for us to recap because every time there's like a lot of plot info at once, I like appreciate the recap. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so chapter seven opens up with Feyre assuming this means Reese is going to evade, invade, and she's like, please don't do this. And he's like, you really think I'm a monster to do that, even after everything we've been through. Yeah, like if that's why he, if that's what he wanted, he would have been fully supporting Amarantha. Yeah. And she's like Okay, like she she doesn't really know how to think about this. She's panicking, but he asked if she thought it would end with Amarantha. And she's like, "Well, Tamlin hasn't told me anything." And then she's reflecting and remembering there's a lot of meetings she's not involved in. There's been a lot of tension. She doesn't know what's really going on. A lot of people like out on their posts or whatever. Yeah. So she wants to get home and ask him what's what's up. And Reese tells her that the King of Hybern has been planning his campaign to, rec- to reclaim the human lands for over a hundred years, which we know from the last book. And Amarantha was an experiment mm-hmm. because Prithian is all that stands between the King of Hybern and the continent, which is where most of the land is. So he wants to take over the continent. Yes. I mean, Prithian doesn't have that much human land in it. Mm-hmm. But the continent has a ton. Oh, I see. I see. And Prithian is in between Highburn and the continent. Yeah. So he has to have Prithian in order to access the continent and bring down the wall fully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So Feyre starts panicking. She asks when he's going to attack. And Reese says, that's the question and why I brought you here. So this is why he's bringing this up to Feyre. He doesn't have details of when or where Hybern will attack. He doesn't have details on the allies that Hybern is gathering for himself. We find out that Reese fought for the humans in the first war. And he says he doesn't want a war. He doesn't want to see that kind of slaughter again. Right. And he tells her, he's telling her all of this because she's, he goes, you're close with Tamlin. <laughs> like, like yeah. Rhysand wants an alliance with Tamlin because they both have the same motive. Like, they wouldn't want a war. But they are, Tamlin's so thick-headed and won't accept an alliance. He has to like go through Feyre. Yeah, and Reese is almost insinuating there's a chance Tamlin and Hybern have some kind of ties because of their old family ties. Oh, he wants to know about that if that's oh, the case. Oh, I 
I miss that. Yeah. So, or even if he doesn't ally with Highburn, will he fight against Highburn? Yeah. So he wants Feyre to be that communicator between them. Gotcha. Okay. See, that's why I'm glad we recap. Yeah. Well, Feyre's like, Tamlin doesn't inform me of these things. And Reese says, well, maybe it's time he did. Maybe it's time you insisted. It's just crazy how yesterday she was at the spring court and she was about to get married. I know. And now she can read. Wow. (laughs) And she's being informed of an impending war. Yeah. And you were like worried about a freaking wedding less than 24 hours ago. (laughs) Favorite asks what the other reason is that he brought her here. And he tells her she has a specific skill set that he needs. And he goes, rumor has it you caught a cereal. And she goes, it wasn't that hard. (laughs) He says he's tried and failed twice. Yeah, that's embarrassing for him because it also seemed easy when she did it. (laughs) But also, I think that like she, you said that so sassy, but I feel like she genuinely thought it wasn't that hard. Like she was like, was that supposed to be hard? Yeah, it didn't seem hard. It didn't seem from a reader's perspective. Didn't seem like something that Reese wouldn't be able to do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm confused, but we'll let it go. But he says he also saw her trap the Middengard worm, which was impressive. Yeah. And he needs her help to track down what he needs, but he won't tell her what it is. Yeah, I was like, is she going to have to trick and trap the King of Hyvern? (laughs) 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 We're so close to him. Or Tamlin. <laughs> She's like, there has to there has to be other hunters more experienced than I am. And he says, maybe, but you're the only one I can trust. Which is super interesting. Because why? Because he can just read her brain. <laughs> That's true, but he can read anyone's brain. That's true. Mind. <laughs> She's literally sleeping with the enemy. His enemy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And Favor's like bonded. Maybe he maybe she can't lie to him because they're bonded. Favor's Favor's confused too. She says, I could betray you whenever I feel like it. And Reese is just like, You won't. Yeah, I have no idea. Maybe she can't lie because of the tat because she tatted. <laughs> And he also says, and then there's a matter of your powers, which Ferris still won't admit slash accept that she has any powers. And Reese is like, so there's the speed, there's the strength. And uh, if I didn't know better, I'd say you and Tamlin are doing a very good job of pretending that you're normal and the powers you're displaying aren't the first indications Similar to what a High Lord's son shows when she when they're about to become heir. She goes, well, I'm not a High Lord. And Reese is like, no, but you were given life by seven High Lords. What if you got something from that? What if you were a High Lady? And Feyre goes, there are no High Ladies. That's what Tamlin told her. I know. Go on. And Reese is like, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Because there can be high ladies. Dude, I cannot believe this shit. I literally wrote, like, is Tamlin just misogynistic? 
Or does he just not want to believe Feyre might be stronger than him? Like, what the fuck? He shot her down so quick. And, like, I think, like, maybe he's, like, concerned she might be more powerful than him. Because, so, like, later Tamlin explains that, like, if she does have powers from, a little bit of power from everyone, like, that makes her a target. But I'm like, a target from who? To you? Would you be mad that she has a little bit of your power? Because that's the vibe I'm getting. He just wants her to stay at home. And if she's powerful, then he'll have to let her fight. I could not believe this. I also just feel like Resand is like. I don't know. I don't know the word. I have to come up with it. Like. I don't know. Just an ally. Like, for women. <laughs> He's a feminist. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But when he said that, he was like, we'll talk about that later. There there definitely can be high ladies. I was like, what the fuck, Tamlin? You are losing me by the page. We're getting two completely different narratives. And we don't know what's what. I don't. I'm thinking Tamlin is bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, especially that you clarified that Rizan thinks he might be on Hybern's side. I don't think he would do that. But, like, also, maybe he has a little bit more of his father's mindset or politics, if you will, than we originally thought. Sadie looks so defeated right now. She has her hands on her face, <laughs> sagging down in her chair. <laughs> I am. I am. Because, okay, so I've, I was like, definitely um, love triangle with Rhysan, Tamlin, Farah, And then I was like, oh, definitely not a love triangle. And then... When Rhysand showed signs of, like, helping Feyre, I was like, oh, my God, is Love Triangle back on? Now I'm like, she's going to his house every month? Yeah, there's a Love Triangle. But, like, I don't want there to be, like, I almost, I don't want it to be, like, a clear option. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, if they do have a Love Triangle, I don't want Tamlin to just seem to be like a piece of shit or like on the wrong side you know what I mean like I wanted to be like confusing yeah and me or me be like kind of hoping she picks Tamlin like this is gonna sound stupid but I just finished watching Jane the Virgin the Michael Raphael love triangle is so good it because so it, good. you're so torn yeah you're like I, I want Raphael but I love my like I want Michael. Like, how do you ever pick? Like, it's so, like, that's what I want it to be. And I feel like, I feel like Tamlin's going down the wrong path. Like, we're, like, <laughs> learning more about him. I just, I don't want this for Tammy. I'm just projecting everything Rhysand sounds is, like, or says is, like, truth. But, like, oh, my God. When she goes home and tries to talk to Tamlin about it and he just shuts her down, I'm like, this is not... Helping yourself. <laughs> well, Reese is like, I mean, regardless of of that, if she could wield power 
from the seven high lords. So if she can blend into darkness, night court, shapeshift, spring court, freeze over an entire room, winter court, (laughs) 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 freeze over an entire army, that could make her really useful in an oncoming war. Very interesting. Think about that power, freezing over an entire army. I Shout out Winter Court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I took it back. I'm happy in the Winter Court. <laughs> Should these be our Halloween costumes this year? We dress as our courts? Maybe. I love this idea. You'll, right. just, I'll, you'll just be in all black and I'll just be in all white. <laughs> yeah, but like a really fine tailored suit. And then you can wear like the little snowy earmuffs. <laughs> <laughs> People will be like, what are you? I'll be like, I'm Winter Court. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, probably, I'll wear some black wings okay done Who, whoever's spring court can wear like a lion's head <laughs> <laughs> okay you're gonna say like a flower crown just like tamlin no <laughs> lion's head <laughs> or be like kylie jenner wear a flower crown but then just hold the lions <laughs> hold the lions head. just kidding just kidding you get canceled i am so in on that we need all of our friends to take the quiz until we get one for every court yeah 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 if they get one of the same courts as us we're like "Uh uh-uh try again (laughs) (laughs) we should have kat take the quiz when she's on oh my god yes let's do that okay okay i um i did there is a tiktok filter going around i did that yesterday but i can't show you it um because it shows new characters that you haven't met yet but it's like which actor man is man is your husband Ooh, yeah did you take a quiz or did you do was it like oh it's the, just the, the thing that flashes different pictures then it pauses oh, on a certain one yeah who do you get do i know them i'm i can't tell you so you don't know them you don't know them oh oh i don't know them i mean uh, yeah i know them yeah <laughs> <laughs> Did you save it so I can? Do I it did save it. Okay. I'll show it to you in about. I don't know. Three books? Like <laughs> no, I'll show it to you at the end of this book. Oh, okay. That'll be like our our um little game. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. I, I saved it so I can see the filter and you can play it at the end of this book. Okay. Yay. Yay. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway, Reese and Farrah are in the middle of a very interesting conversation. Reese tells her, you know, you could have all this power. This, so- this sounds like immense power, but it also means she le- needs to learn how to control it. But Farrah says, Tamlin won't allow it. I'm throwing up. I know. I'm literally throwing up. Like, you're not his little fucking pet. And I just love Reese and going off on her now. I can't ever imagine saying, like, Connor won't allow this. Like, someone's being like, oh, do you want to do this? And I'm like, Connor won't allow it. Totally. Okay. <laughs> so, actually, not to, like, again, get off topic... But, and I love you, John, but sometimes I feel like when we're with his friends or like maybe someone new, he'll be like, oh, I got to get home to Sadie. Sadie will kill me. I got to check in with Sadie, make sure it's okay. And every time he does that, I'm like, don't act like I'm like this controlling girlfriend who like, you know, oversees everything you do. Like you don't, I mean, I appreciate you checking out with me, but (laughs) Especially that you're like the most chill girlfriend of I all time. I am. And I think like sometimes he like likes the idea of like the the wife who's like 
kind of got him on a leash. Like, like oh, I, the old ball and chain. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. And so sometimes he plays that. I'm just like, that's just not me, man. Like, yeah. I just, <laughs> I'm like, quit making it seem like I'm this like controlling girlfriend. You yeah, know? you're but no it's, Tamlin. It's funny. I am no Tamlin. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, but she says Tamlin won't allow it, and we are all communally throwing up together. <laughs> Reese says, Tamlin isn't your keeper. And Feyre says, I'm his subject and he is my high lord. Disgusting. (laughs) Disgusting behavior. And Reese agrees with me. He says, you are no one's subject. And like his eyes flash, his wings kind of come out. And she really needed to hear this. Yes. We all needed to hear this be said. Yes. And he tells her. That she can be a pawn, be someone else's reward, and spend the rest of her immortal life bowing and scraping and pretending she's less than him, less than Ianthe, less than all of them. If she wants to pick that road, fine. A shame, but it's her choice. And then he says, but I know you more than you realize. And I don't believe for one damn minute that you're remotely fine with being a pretty trophy for someone who sat on his ass for nearly 50 years and then sat on his ass while you were being shredded apart. Oh, flames, flames. <laughs> I literally wrote, damn, Rhysanne, shoot her straight. Talking to her like a fucking person, lightening the fire back inside of her, giving her purpose. <laughs> I'm dead. That's literally what I wrote. <laughs> yeah, it's a mic drop. Mic drop for sure. He's so convincing. I know. It was exactly what she needed to hear. And yeah. like, I can't believe. Like, I kind of thought like when Tamlin wasn't doing anything and we were like, what the hell, Tamlin? That like that was just our own commentary and not necessarily intentional by Sarah. But then Rhysanne calling his bitch ass out. Damn. He's he's so spot on. It's on. It's uh, it's insane. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And he tells her. That she can master her own powers and play a role in this war. So. Rewind, he says, or he gives option one. This is what you can do for someone who sat on his ass for 50 years. Or you can master your powers and play a role in this war because it's coming one way or another. And he tells her if she wants to save the mortal mortal realm, she needs to be someone that Prithian listens to and become someone that Prithian listens to because there might be a day when it's only her standing between Highburn and her human family and she does not want to be unprepared. Like, all his quotes from this chapter. So good. So good. So, so good. good. And, like, that's not even all of them. I left some out, obviously. This is just a high-level recap. But, like, <laughs> so good. So good. And then he's like, hey, you know what? Think it over. Take the week. Ask Tamlin if you got to. See what charming Ianthe has to say. But it's your choice to make. No one else's. Wow. Just, like, empowering her. Like, finally. Finally. Saying, like... You've been in this deep, dark hole depression and you can decide to just stay there and be pushed around and go with the flow or whatever. And he's like, or you can be the bomb ass bitch that I know you are 
and stand up for yourself and be the fae, the high fae that you are. I just love that shit. <laughs> the cussing is just a sign of passion. <laughs> and then she doesn't see him for the rest of the week. Like he literally was like, I'm going to give you a profound realization about yourself. And then I'm going to peace out and let you just, just marinate. In yeah. That. <laughs> so she just sees her handmaidens. She practices reading and he leaves her little workbooks of sentences to copy. And literally the sentences are, Resand is the most handsome high lord. Resand is the most delightful high lord. Resand <laughs> is the most cunning high lord. It's so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> I Okay. It, it is so funny, but I'm also, I kept also thinking, Resand, she needs to learn other words. I know. <laughs> She's only going to know like adjectives <laughs> and his own, and his name. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Um, it's like you're really you're honestly just kind of hurting her education <laughs> yeah love to see that she's trying though like she's yeah, doing all her she homework does it all, yeah as much as reese pisses her off she wants to get better and while she's there while she's still waking up from nightmares every night she's not puking because it's so open and airy there that when she wakes up she can just like realize where she is and doesn't feel so claustrophobic yeah and so the day before her week is up Farah hears Reese and Moore arguing about someone named Azriel. It's name. Azriel. Azriel. Needing to know something about not playing games. They stop when Farah walks in, but Reese tells her to stay. Or Reese tells Moore to say what she needs to say. And Moore says that there's been another attack at a temple in Cesare. Cesare. I have no idea. I was reading it as Cesare. Cesare? Cesare? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and almost every priestess there was slain. And they don't know who did it. But she says Cassian, name number two, is convinced it must be one of the rogue Illyrian warbands, which we learn are a warrior race within like the Like all these freaking names. Azrael, Cassian. Illyrian warbands. <laughs> yeah, all okay. Repeat. Can I? You say one. I say one. Azriel. Azriel. Cassian. Cassian. Okay, stop. Azriel. Cassian. Illyrian warbands. <laughs> Illyrian. Illyrian. Okay. Yeah. Moore I forgot says, the first one already. It's fine. Moore says to Reese <laughs> that Cassian and Az are waiting in the usual spot for his orders, and Reese says he'll be there in a few hours. Moore smiles at Feyre and then disappears. And so this is when Vera asks Reese, how does vanishing work? And he tells her it's called winnowing. It's something that only stronger fae can do. That's how people can vanish. Basically apparating. Vera says she's sorry about the temple and about the priestesses. And Reese says, well, plenty more people are going to die soon. And then he just walks off the edge of the house into thin air. And Vera's like, oh, my God. But then he shoots up and flies away. So cool. I don't know. I think it would be kind of weird to see giant wings flapping off of a human. What does he do with his arms and legs while he's doing that? Do they just like hang there dangling? <laughs> I don't think they hang there dangling. What does he do? I don't know. Maybe like his arms are out underneath his wings. Oh, okay. That looks cooler. I don't. And I think his I've, legs are up too. I don't think they're hanging down like a, at a right angle. <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured. I just pictured that. 
<laughs> okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> the right angle just got me. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I actually didn't think about the arms being spread out like a as if they were wings as well. I was just like, what do you do? Like perched up like, <laughs> in, like little dinosaur hands. <laughs> I imagine he looks you know, powerful when he flies. I'm sure not, he does. Not, I just like, can't picture limp. it. His legs at a right angle. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, sorry. Okay, so Reese is gone again. Phaedra goes to do her reading practice. And Reese left her the sentences, Reesand is interesting. Reesand is gorgeous. Reesand is flawless. <laughs> and she starts thinking about what she just overheard and if Ianthe and Tamlin know. And then the next day, her week is up. So she goes to find Reese and says, it's been a week. Take me home. And he's like, good morning, Phaedra. And she's like, take me home. And he's like, that color suits you. <laughs> she's in like a teal and gold version of what she's been wearing all week and he she says do you want me to say please and he says i want you to talk to me like a person start with good morning and let's see where that gets us and then he asks if she's ready to face the consequences of how she left the spring court which she has not really thought about she's just at this point very excited to get back to tammy and Reese is like, oh, yeah, you'll probably just sweep it under the rug and ignore it like everything else, which is what you were saying earlier. Just calls her out on her shit. And when Feyre is again like, take me home. I don't want to be here. He's like, look at you, though. Your face actually has some color in it. The marks under your eyes are gone and you have a full mental shield up. And again, she's like, just take me the F home, man. <laughs> and Reese asks if if she's thought about his offer to work with him against Tyburn. And she tells him she'll let him know next month. And Reese says, I told you once and I'll tell you again, I am not your enemy. And Feyre says, I told you once, so I'll tell you again, you're Tamlin's enemy. So I suppose that makes you mine. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's fair. She can't just come home to Tamlin after a week and be like, hey, we're partners with Reese. <laughs> we're going to war. I mean, she like kind of says that on a roundabout without the partners with Reese thing. Yeah. So she does say a lot of, well, Reese said, well, Reese said. She says a lot of that. I'm sure she loved that. Yeah. Or he loved that. So Reese winnows them back to the spring court and Feyre tries to bolt to the house. But first, Reese grabs her and is like, Good luck. See you next month. And then vanishes. And then she's home. And that was a night court. What did you think? Um, I wanted. I didn't like the like five of the seven days was nothing. But the moments that they did talk. Mic drop. Yeah. Surprising to me that he just let her do nothing for five days and except, except practice reading yeah i do have and she practiced shielding so i guess like all important but i do have some thoughts about like maybe a refined prediction to do at the end here okay do you want me to keep yeah taking i need us home? to discuss tamlin's reaction first okay so favorite bolt into the house goes straight to tamlin's study and finds him there 
Tamlin's like, oh my God, are you okay? Are you hurt? He sees the clothing that she's wearing. He hates it. And he's like, you're all right. You're all right. He was clearly very, very worried. And they're having a, a nice moment. She's so happy to see him. He's clearly so happy she's home and was so worried. And Farrah sees the room that she's in, the study, has been totally trashed. And Tamlin's like, yeah, I was pissed. I trashed half the house. He stole you away on our wedding day. Also, though, like, remember last time Rhysand showed up and he trashed the house? It's like, let's let's be a little bit more mature here, Tam. That's not cute to me. Right. Either do something about it. Like, don't find just, like, a way. Throw a tantrum. Don't just throw a tantrum. And then Feyre's like, well, you know, he left me alone. And Tamlin's like, yeah, well, probably just to catch you off guard. He's probably just playing games. And Feyre goes, yeah, I know. Although she says internally she doesn't think that's the case. Yeah. And says next time she'll be more careful. But Tamlin's like, there won't be a next time. So it's like, oh, my God. Feyre's like, oh, my God, you found a, you found a way out. And Tamlin's like, no, I'm just not letting you go. <laughs> Which is not a solution. It's not a solution. No, no. And Favorite kisses him and says, let's go upstairs. But then he says, I need to ask you some questions. They start getting steamy. Yeah. She's like working him to come upstairs and she's like, come upstairs. And then like mid make out, he's like, wait, actually, uh, we, we need to talk. Yeah. I'm like, you just don't. You just don't cut off a steamy moment like that when you've been away from your almost bride for a week. Yeah. And like you just don't need to get right down to business. No, Farrah's like, we were just apart for a full week. Let's have a minute. Let's reunite. And he goes, no, I need to talk to you now while it's all fresh in your mind. And She's like, what? But then Tamlin's like, this is for our safety and the for the good of the court. And he calls Lucian. Lucian's like, hey, Feyre, glad you're alive. Hate your clothes, though. Tamlin asks Feyre to tell them everything. The layout of the night court, who you saw, what Reese did, every detail. And he's basically just making her be the spy because no one has ever gone to the night court. So no one knows what Reese is, quotes, in quotes, hiding there. Tamlin starts asking her questions, but Farrah's like, what is this interrogation for? Like, I didn't even do much. Yeah. And Tamlin's like, we need to know these things. Did Reese alter your memory so you can't tell us or something? Like, why aren't you telling us more? So Farrah's like, God, fine. So she tells them what she did, what she saw, which again, wasn't much. And then she thinks back to Reese telling her that he can trust her. And she says, giving... Tamlin illusion this info feels like bathing in oil and mud because even though she doesn't really have any allegiance to Reese when someone tells you they trust you with something and then you go against that it does feel it does feel icky because betraying trust is just an icky feeling it's making putting her in a really bad spot yeah but he also blacked out the map of the night court because he knew she was gonna do this yeah so she also tells them about what Reese told her about her having abilities. And Lucian's like, if that's true, that's something the other High Lords would kill for. For example, Lucian's father, the lovely High Lord of the Autumn Court, 
would not be pleased to know that some of his power went to Feyre. Yeah. Feyre asks if they knew this about her powers. And Tamlin said, well, he hoped it wasn't true. But now that Reese suspects, there's no telling what he will do with that info. Feyre's like, well, he wants me to train. And Tamlin says that training would draw too much attention. From who? <laughs> From who? Like, why would there need to be an audience? Yeah. I mean, Lucian says that. Yeah. Tamlin's like, uh, no, I'll guard you from whatever comes your way. Because you did that so well before. Exactly. Like, Feyre's like, what about when you didn't? What about when Amarantha tortured me for three months? And then Rhysand showed up and took me. Like, you've literally again and again done absolutely nothing. Except for the one time with the Naga. (laughs) Yeah. Feyre's like, well... You know, I could use my powers against Highburn. Tamlin says that's out of the question, especially because there will be no war against Highburn. And then Feyre is like, well, Reese says, and Lucian goes, and Reese knows everything. It's it's a valid point that the minute Feyre exposes her powers, they bring this up. Like if she's in any sort of battle, exposes her powers, then she will face threats from not only an, the enemy but potentially from within Prithian itself and yeah. from the other courts so that is valid but even more reason to train because you can't keep someone hidden forever totally and that sounds like that's what his plan is totally and this is what I this is what I wanted to say like earlier like in the last episode I said that I think she's like her and Tamlin are going to continue not to talk about, you know, these, um, these, um, traumatic events that happen under the mountain Mm -hmm. and when she goes to, and like the spring court is just always going to remind her of all of that, of like before everything that happened and that then when she goes to the night court, it's going to be like her escape. Well, now I'm taking that prediction one step further i'm gonna say like i think tamlin's just gonna like continue to kind of like make her small and shove her in inside and not let her be involved in anything not let her train whatever but then her weeks at the night court she's gonna he's she's gonna be involved she's gonna be helping she's gonna be training and she's gonna start just like looking forward to those weeks because like there she has purpose and I f- that's my prediction of what's going to happen. We'll see. Thank you for your prediction. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Um, because you're right. It feels like Tamlin is extremely against her doing anything. I mean, Lucian at this point suggests the training in secret. And Tamlin's like too risky. And there will be no conflict with hybrid anyway and Feyre says that's wishful thinking Mm, 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 mm. which honestly I think it's like part of it is just his ego like Rhysand is telling her all these things and she's what you said Reese Reese says Reese told me this Reese told me this and he's just has to be like no that's not true yeah because I didn't tell you and I didn't think about this yeah he's just being a naive leader an emotional leader like he's trying to just be strong and everything, but it's all it's all backed in his emotions and fear. 
Yeah. And he just ignores her and just asks to hear the details about Reese's map room again. And Feyre just really, really, really hates everything about this. She hates that this is her welcome home after being apart for a week. She hates that she has to tell on Reese and the night court and the things that she saw because she doesn't want to. But then she thinks, he was the high lord, my high lord. He was the shield and defender of his people, of me. And if keeping me safe meant that people could continue to hope to build a new life, that he could do the same, I could bow to him on this one thing. But then she hears Reese's voice in the back of her mind saying, you are no one's subject. And she hates that he's getting under her skin and like prompting her to doubt Tamlin. And the last line of chapter seven, which is where we end this episode, is that thought alone was enough for me to begin feeding Tamlin details once more. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we'll call this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Damn. Damn. I'm so excited to see what happens. Are you really into book two so far? Oh, totally. It's like book one, you know, was a slow burn in the beginning. And then we said it was like a completely turned into a completely different book. Yeah. In like the last quarter or third. And that that's the series we're in now. Yeah. Like there is there is some um, um, parallels to the beginning of the first book in this book. But it's still just like fully dive right in to the plot mm-hmm. Love it. and I'm excited for Feyre to hopefully heal at some point because it is frustrating having the main character who's in the mind you're in be so shut off and depressed and depressed yeah yeah but we've got five chapters for next episode oh wow but it's they're shorter chapters yeah um, but we're going to get through a lot. Ooh, I must yeah. be good because you suggested it being a good episode to bring our first guest on. Yeah, I think Kat will have a lot to say. I know she will. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. So I guess that's where we'll leave it. Um, we had a lot to go over today. So join us next time for... The recap of chapters 8 through 12 of A Court of Mist and Fury. Ooh, I can't wait. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Gals on Topic, to subscribe on Spotify, on Apple Music. Leave us a five-star rating. Leave us a comment. We love seeing people interact. It's so much fun. Totally. I can't wait to come back with you next episode <laughs> in two short days <laughs> two short days probably gonna read tonight me too well everyone we'll see you next episode thanks guys see you everyone bye <laughs>